W-C-Y-T? W-C-Y-T. An original student production of the Point 91 FM. Christopher J. Murphy is the associate director as well as director of outreach at the Fort Wayne Youth Theater and was theater director at Black Hawk Middle School for 22 years. Along with this, he's been a master teacher with the Foundation for Art and Music and Education for 15 years, taught adult acting classes at Fort Wayne Community Schools, and has produced, written for, and directed shows by the Fort Wayne Philharmonic. I asked him about his career in acting, the services provided by youth theater, and his upcoming show. So, uh, just to... Just to start things off, how has the how's the theater impacted you personally? Oh my gosh, I don't know where I would be without theater. I really don't. I don't know what I would be doing. I'm not good at anything else. Uh, I don't like anything else. So I I would probably be living in a shopping cart under a bridge somewhere if it weren't for theater. Um, you know, when I was a little kid, my parents got divorced and uh, I was an only child. I went to spend my days with my grandparents while my mom worked and I didn't have anybody my age to play with. So that's how I would entertain myself was by putting on little one man shows in my grandparents house and entertaining them and their friends all day. And and, you know, that gave me something to do. It gave me attention and you know, love, I'm sure. And, and so, you know, from a really early age, it was an important part of my life. When I, I got to middle school, I didn't really know where I fit in until I found, uh, the theater program. And it was a really, especially for a middle school, it was a really amazing theater program. And so it gave me a creative outlet. It gave me somewhere that I felt like I was good at something. It gave me uh, a built-in social circle, like you said, it's it's a community of people coming together, and it gave me that. Uh, and and also, I had such an amazing theater teacher when I was young that it really inspired me to want to do that in particular in theater. You know, I I I did give thought at various points in my life to to going off to New York or Chicago, or something, trying to be an actor myself, but really what I was passionate about because I think of the experiences that I had had as a youth was, you know, being a, a teacher and a youth director and, and giving back and trying to give somebody else the same thing that, that I got as, as this wonderful gift when I was a kid. Do you think theater is best suited for a school environment? Is, is doing theater through uh, like the public school system and dealing with all that bureaucracy better than having an independent space like the youth theater? I think my answer to that question is is simply that any place where you can teach theater is good because we live in a world, and this has always been true, where there's a certain thought that theater is something that is slightly elite and and that it's not for everybody and i absolutely believe that theater should be for everybody so i think anywhere where you can make it available to to people and expose people to it is a good thing and you know sometimes it's it's harder for people to come to you uh at a place like youth theater so i do think that it's really really important 
that uh, schools have good art departments so that you really can take it and hopefully make it available to more people. Yeah, and I imagine in a in a school, you're not guaranteed to get all the funding you need for an art department. Right. No, no. When when I taught at a school, the the theater program actually had to be completely self funded. We didn't get any money from the actual school. Uh, everything that we used to produce shows, we had to bring it in through ticket sales, through fundraisers, through donations, grants, you know, whatever we could get. The school sat. How does teaching acting to children differ from teaching acting to adults? Uh, I, I think the, the most basic thing is that young people are just so much freer most of the time they they are sponges and they are uh you know depending on how old they are if you're talking about really little kids then really little kids still have that tremendous sense of play you know the reason we call them plays you know these things that we do on stage is because that's literally all you're doing you're i i I tell little kids when i go in and teach them you know this is truly no different than you going home and you know, running around your house and playing Batman or Wonder Woman or getting your teddy bears together and putting on pretty, pretty princess tea parties. Uh, it's literally just playing. And little kids still are so open and uninhibited uh, you know, in, in that way. And so they're so open to, to doing anything that you want in a class. As people get older, they, they, you know, they lose that because society, <clears throat> tells us that we should be, we should calm down and we should get more serious. And so that you see that progress and I see that progress all the way through different cycles. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, little kids tend to be really, really open to it. Then you go through this weird phase in middle school where the last thing any middle school kid wants to do is stand out in either a good way or a bad way. So they can be really super inhibited. Then if you're lucky, by the time they get to high school, they've gained uh, a certain amount of self-confidence and started to figure out who they are. So they're sort of open to it again, but in a more mature way. And then again, as as an adult, especially if you haven't done it for a while, they can be really inhibited. And I think the hardest thing can be just opening them up to being willing to to, to make fools of themselves if that's what they need to do and give themselves over to it completely. Yeah. And in that, in that idea of, of theater as, as a, as a form of play, uh, do you believe that like the rehearsal of a play is more valuable, is a more valuable experience to an actor than like the actual performance? Cause you're telling me the whole story about, was it Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe? The one that got yeah, played? Rehearsed, yeah, uh, yeah. I think so. I always tell actors, and this is true of me both as a director and as an actor. I would stay in a rehearsal process forever uh, and never do the finished product if you would let me, because I just think a rehearsal process is so creative and and so much fun. And personally, I think uh, as someone who who both teaches acting and who directs i really think at the end of the day you even learn more as an actor in a rehearsal process than you do in a class i think there are certainly skills and techniques that you can learn and you can study in a class but 
I think you learn even more just by getting up there and doing it and being in a show with people who are talented and that you can learn from and just by trying different things over a really extended period of time in a way that you can't do when you're talking about a class that, you know, maybe meets for an hour a week or even an hour a day for a semester. Yeah, it's, that's the that's the the thing about theater is the way it builds a community and it brings people yeah. together. Um, and so you're speaking of community. You're the you're the director of outreach at the youth theater, in addition to assistant director and all that. So what exactly does your your job as director of outreach entail? So uh, sort of going back to the idea that you know it's difficult for everyone to come to the theater. So we try to take the theater to everyone. Basically, my job uh, as director of outreach is to do exactly what it sounds like and and go out into the community and, and take things like our youth theater on the go show, which tends to be a, a small, maybe six to eight person show with a very, very simple set and about a half an hour or script take things like that out into the community and go to uh, schools. We take a, a, an entire day where the cast takes the day off school and we go tour around to different schools and do it for you know, hundreds and hundreds of kids all in you know, one fell swoop. We go to nursing homes and perform them for people who are you know, stuck in those facilities and might not be able to get out to go to a theater. We go to libraries and and do things in places like that. So, so that's one aspect of it. But then also taking uh, a lot of creative drama uh, lessons and and things like that into uh, preschools in in certain underserved portions of the community, and trying to expose those kids to an art form that they might not be exposed to otherwise, and hopefully instill a certain amount out of love for it in them at a very early age that'll pay off as they get older. Uh, how has the how has the youth theater changed during your your career? Right. So uh, when I was young and when I first started working at youth theater, youth theater was essentially one man. It was Harvey Cox, who was the executive director of youth theater for like 40 years. And Harvey was an amazing human being, a very, very talented human being, and probably the most beloved human being in the entire Fort Wayne arts community. And and he and youth theater just became completely synonymous with, with one another. But he sort of was a one-man band. And so as wonderful as he was, as talented as he was, as much as people adored him, he sort of was a, a, a one-man band and didn't have a lot of support or a lot of other support staff doing things. And so there was there was only so much he could do. It Youth theater really was focused primarily just on doing, you know, four shows a year uh, and and doing Saturday classes. And so what I've really seen as as Leslie Horman took over as the executive director, uh, one of her big things was to increase the outreach and and to take it uh, further out and and just expose the increase the number of people who are being exposed to youth theater in 
in the area. And then as Todd Espeland and I have taken over from her, then, you know, I think we've just expanded the programming aspect of it on top of that even more. So we're doing more shows. We're doing more diverse shows. Uh, you know, we, we try to make sure that we have things that appeal to little kids, but also things that will appeal to high school kids. And we're, we're really trying to just increase the number of people that we serve and to make sure that everybody, no matter how old they are, is able to get a really quality experience suitable for their artistic needs at youth theater. And so speaking of, of shows at youth theater, tell me a little bit about your, your current show, Jeremy Thatcher, Dragon Hatcher. Yeah. So Jeremy Thatcher, Dragon Hatcher is a, a play. Uh, we're only the second theater in the country to produce it. Uh, it's based on uh, a 1991 book by an author named Bruce Colville. Uh, who was sort of ahead of his time, I think. Uh, it's a series of books uh, called the Magic Shop Books, and they are very much in the vein of a Harry Potter, a Percy Jackson kind of thing. And it actually predates Harry Potter and Percy Jackson uh, by a few years. Uh, and for some reason just did not become as well known. And uh, Western Michigan University commissioned this play version of it back in... I think 2017, 2018, something like that. And they did it, built all of these amazing uh, dragon puppets for the production. The biggest one uh, is so big it takes eight people to operate this thing. It, it's just mammoth, and they're so really cool. And uh, my boss, Todd Espelin, used to live in, in Kalamazoo, which is where Western is, and their theater director called him in 2019 and said, hey, I know you're running this children's theater now. We've got this this play called Jeremy Thatcher, Dragon Hatcher. We'd love to see it get done again. We'd love to see the puppets get used again. Would you have any interest? And immediately we said, yes, let's do it. So let's put it on our season for next year. And of course, the pandemic hit. And that threw all of our programming into chaos and we didn't get around to doing it. Uh, we finally circled back to it for this year called Western. And they said, well, our uh, option on the, the rights has actually expired. So we need to call Bruce Colville, the author of the book, and see if he'll even grant you permission to do it. So they called Bruce and not only was he thrilled uh, to give permission, but he's really, really excited that the show is being done by youth this time and and for an audience primarily of youth so he granted the permission we've been working on it we've got a cast of 19 uh, amazing actors and puppeteers and we've been working on it for about four or five weeks now we open the end of april and i think it's going to be a really cool magical show for everybody who comes and sees it how about just to close things off what is one piece of advice you give to an aspiring actor one piece of advice I would give to an aspiring actor is to just do everything you can do, to take every experience that you can take. You know, there is there is nothing that you can't learn from, even if it's a bad experience. I've learned 
more from the bad shows that I have been in. I have learned more from the things that I've directed that were flops, and there haven't been very many, uh, you know, or from the bad performances that I've given than I have from the good ones, if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, uh, so, you know, you, you take everything. There's nothing you can't learn from. You might meet somebody, uh, in that experience who, you know, is going to cast you in something down the road. So, you know, sometimes I see young actors being for lack of a better term too picky and they, they, they really want to, oh, I only want to do this if I can play this part. I only want to do it if I can play that part. But truly, you, you're you probably going to gain something, learn something, or benefit yourself in some way down the road that you can't even foresee uh, from every single experience that you take. So just grab all of them and make the most of them. Okay. Thank you so much for, for helping me with this. Yeah, absolutely. My, my pleasure, Ian. Yeah. Murphy's current show, Jeremy Thatcher Dragon Hatcher, premieres April 28th at the First Presbyterian Theater. Tickets are available at fortwayneuthetre.org or by calling the box office at 260-422-4226.